What's up, y'all? Y'all know what time it is. We're back in the All Artist Studio for an episode of an All Artist Series. Today, we have the pleasure of welcoming a 25-year-old South African R&B rapper based in Cape Town. That's in South Africa, y'all. We, we way out. We, we, we intercontinental today. Um, he is a <laughs> multi-skilled vocal artist who possesses an unapologetically true to self songwriting style he expresses himself in a way that is both new and expressing while giving off an elusive impression of something familiar based on um, his most recent release uh, the cape town musician can easily be described as a well-rounded contemporary r&b rap artist with an effortlessly charming sound in 2021 he released his debut single float which he recorded, produced, and released himself. He delivers smooth, melodic uh, choruses over warm yet groovy instrumentals. The rapper's easygoing flows and texture of his voice give these instrumentals, um, the rappers uh, give these instrumentals his beautiful audio art pieces and uh, beautiful finishing touch. His latest single, High Roller, is a funk-infected uh, tune that tackles and subject matters with such playful with such playful tone. Um, its contagious bass line and elite world, world <laughs> wordplay will have you grooving along from the first note. The song is apt a reflection of his current state of mind, simply enjoying the process of experimenting with sound and making the music he likes. With an introduction like this, he appears to be an artist worth every penny of your attention. Co-hosts and listeners around the globe, welcome Lucano. What's going on, man? What's hey. up? What's up? What's up? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. How's it going? Y'all had me. Glad to have you on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. First time in the morning, you know. First early in the morning. <laughs> Welcome to the show, man. How you been? How is how is Cape Town? Thank you for having me. Cape Town is very um up and down, back and forth right now. That's the weather, at least. So it's mm. just been pouring, and then the next day it's like hot a little bit. But yeah, we we trying to you know enjoy summer for as much as we can, um for as long as we can before yeah. it's just like pouring rain. But other than that, everything's pretty good. The scene is healthy. I'm doing good. So yeah, just happy to be here. That's good. That's that's what we that's what we here to understand how good you're doing as an artist, and just glad to have you in the all artist studio. And um, what is uh, how it how are things in the industry there in Cape Town? Um, so the industry in Cape Town is still very small. It's still a, a very developing one. Um, at, at least compared to Joburg, which is the machine of the industry here in South Africa. Um, so I think the, the the biggest difference is, I don't know, I've heard people sort of like make a, a comparison to New York, LA. I don't know how accurate that is given, you know, I, I don't know both of those industries, mm -hmm. but in Cape Town, it does uh, feel very like free and open. Um, you know, people's palette for, for, for a range of music is much wider than it would be in Johannesburg where there it's almost like you you need to fit a certain kind of mold and then only then people are, are ready to embrace you. But if you're just doing your own thing, being different, it takes, you know, some time for them to warm up to what you're doing. I feel that. I 
for that. It seems like the same expansion that's happening in UK, um, in London, that we talked to some of our other uh, fellow um, All Artist Studio interviewees. So, uh, but yeah, glad to have you on the show. Uh, we're going to kick it off. Jay's going to go first. All right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, being based in uh, Cape Town, South Africa, um, obviously it has an, it's an environment that influenced your music and creative process. So are there any specific and cultural or music influences that shape your sound uh, in particular? Mm, um, I wouldn't say musical influences, but I think everything else um, in terms of like the storytelling, the kinds of stories I tell, um, maybe influences in um, sort of like artists that inspire me or I grew to, you know, consider to be my favorites. That's very much from what was happening and is still happening around me in Cape Town. Um, but a lot of the stuff I'd say is is, is imported. Um, I listen to a lot of stuff from the U.S., a lot of stuff from the U.K., Asia, and all over Africa, you know, other countries, um, which I think works to my advantage because it has widened my sort of understanding of what music is and can be. Um, and that helps me just have a bit more room to play with when expressing myself through my music. Um, so yeah, I'd say Cape Town definitely played a role in forming me as a person and I draw from me and my surroundings and those and you know, indirectly it goes on to influence the music I make. Okay. So we've been listening to your debut single, Float, and it really is impressive from how you handled everything from production um, to recording and just, it's, it's, it's a single for sure. <laughs> but can you share with us <laughs> any inspiration you. that um, you had behind the song or what it maybe means to you? Yeah, uh, firstly, I just want to clarify. I think you might have gotten something wrong there. I didn't produce the song. Um, I wrote and recorded it, um, okay. but uh, it happened at a time where it was during lockdown. I had no access to producers. Me and my friends, who usually make music together, couldn't like link up to you know create anything. So I I turned to YouTube at the time, and that's where I found the beat. Um, so I leased it from a couple of producers on YouTube, um, and then I just you know decided to have fun with it. Um, so. I guess the song, it speaks a lot of, if, if you listen to it and the things that I described in the song, uh, uh, it was very sunny at the time in Cape Town, but we couldn't leave our houses because everyone was stuck in lockdown. And one of my favorite things to do on a sunny day is go to the beach. Um, it's one of my favorite things about living in Cape Town. Um, so, and, you know, I was just writing about like things that maybe reminded me of the beach, a particular incident. Um, and, you know, sort of like trying to capture the love story that was happening in the background while just, you know, painting this image of, of, of what was happening at the time. Okay. Yeah. Well, tell us about, you said that you didn't produce it, but you got the record from, or the track from YouTube. What is that process like? We hear a lot of artists finding different ways of finding beats, you know, all that type of stuff. But like you specifically, why did you go to YouTube um, and choose this this beat specifically? I think um, one of the greatest things or, or one of the biggest blessings and curses of our generation is just like access to so much, so many things through the internet. Um, because of that, for example, I would have, at a time like that where I had no access to no one directly, I couldn't make a song, but because YouTube just has everything, the internet has everything to our disposal, I was able to use take advantage of that. 
Um, so really the process is I just go there, start searching for beats, start searching for certain maybe feels, sounds, textures, um, put certain keywords in. And then some people also associate the beats to certain artists and you can take that route as well. But mm -hmm. I think what makes it interesting for me is that um, people's sort of interpretation of what or what they understand an artist to be is never the same. So someone can say Jay-Z type beat and to me it can sound more like a Kanye type beat. Um, but it just, there's room for me to do whatever, you know, I never take whatever's written on the beat as a guideline. I feel like there's just someone who made an incredible beat and then I just write whatever I feel on top of it. Although my recent process has been a lot more different. I've been working with people in real time, starting songs from scratch in the studio. And that I think has allowed me to just dive deeper into who I am as an artist and the kind of sound and, and, you know, make it a bit more niche in the way that I would want to so it best expresses who I am as an artist and doesn't, or, or is, is less vague, so to say. Um, and that's something that I feel like mm. um, I started tapping into when I made High Roller um, because that's something we made from scratch and I was able to say in real time, oh, I prefer this kind of bass line. Let's take these chords, oh, these sound pretty, let's work on the arrangement this way. And it was more true to what I wanted the song to be as opposed to a YouTube beat where someone has already arranged it for me, put the elements there, and I can't really tweak them in a way that I would want to. Well, you kind of stole my thunder with the next question, but perfect segue about High Roller. I think it's a hit. That's what I, when I first <laughs> came across you, that's what I heard. Yeah. And I just think it fits so perfectly with your, your voice and then also the playful tones and like the grooviness of it. it I was, it was a sunny day uh, at the airport and it had just rained. My flight was delayed 15 minutes. It came across your song and then the sun started shining. So hey. uh, tell me about why you decided to release the, uh, high roller um in in why did you combine like the that like sad subject with like playful groovy um tones wow first off i'm just geeking off the fact that the sun came out after you played the song because to just to, to give further context to that <laughs> my name lucanio actually means the distributor of light so that's just insane mm. for me come on man <laughs> Come on. Yeah. See, um, it's meant to happen. You meant to be in all our <laughs> studio this morning. Oh, uh, no, grateful. It's a blessing that came just in time. Um, but yeah, I think with, with High Roller, um, what really happened is I just moved into my first apartment at the time. I was living with a very good friend of mine. Um, so I was just like in a really positive space. Everything was working out for me. Um, but prior to that, I just had one of like, the most heartbreaking summers I've ever experienced in my life. And at the time I wanted to reflect on this and just like maybe I was at the point where I I think part of my healing process and everything that I go through is making a song about it, whether I choose to release that song or not. And I was at the point where I felt like very comfortable with talking about it and just reflecting on it and letting it go. Um, but I was such in, in such like a, a joyful kind of space where I didn't want to make a sad song so I think the way that it ended up coming out was just like this bright kind of song where at first it sounds very shiny and yellow and warm. But when you like take a closer look into the lyrics, you're like, shit, yeah. something's, something's happening here. Um, and I think it, it just, it made it extra, uh, good for me because I think once you listen to the song, it's very easy to, at least in my experience, to fall in love with it on the surface level. 
But then when you dive deeper, I think it gives you something to still hold on to and, and make the song that much more valuable. Yeah. Do you like making songs in that area or will we get more songs that have different emotions or different feelings to them that uh, once you double tap in, you understand what the true meaning of the song is? Um, Definitely a range of stuff. Like I never, I, I try not to almost like put myself in a box when I create or try to for shadow or forecast what I will make in the future because I don't really know how I'll feel in two days. I don't even know how I'll feel in two weeks, in two months, two years. Um, so I just try to take it one step at a time. That's how I was feeling at the time. I've made a bunch of music since then, and a lot of that stuff has a range of, you know, kind of sounds. I touch on various topics. Um, but I think that's what makes music, like, very fun for me is the fact that it can be whatever I want it to be, however I want it to be. And there aren't any rules. Of course, there's, um, you know, you're trying to make a living off of this. So you, you need to be aware of what people generally like to, you know, enjoy or kind of thing. And that's really encouraged from the business aspect. Um, but I really try not to let those kind of things lead um, the, you know, the creative aspect of it. I try to create and then try to figure out how will we go on to sell the product. So. It's however I feel, whatever I feel, I'll just go on to express that and whatever I'm comfortable releasing, I'll go on to put out. Okay. So you talked about not wanting to be put into a box. Um, so you're a multi-skilled vocal artist um, and you have this ability to express yourself in a variety of different ways. So how do you decide which aspects of your artistry to put to showcase in each song? Um, I think I just depends on what I'm trying to express really there are different ways I approach a song so sometimes if I get the beat I try to follow the beat because I think it'll like sort of guide me into what the, the song is already saying um, sometimes if I, I feel a certain way and I'm with producers in the room we can sort of mold a sound or a beat or an instrumental around what I'm trying to express um, so I, I, I never want to be put in a box because I always want the room to just to mess up I think a lot of great art comes from experimenting and if you're afraid of failing, there's no room for you to, to try anything. Um, so I never try to pursue a, a clear-cut or cookie-cut sort of uh, outcome. I always like to leave room for, we have a term, like we said, like leave room for God. Okay. To just do his thing, you know, and just take the music to a different level. Okay. So we can expect to hear something completely different from High Roller in Flu. Completely. Completely <laughs> different. Like, okay. Sometimes I'm, I get nervous, like, how are you guys going to react if I put out something this different? But um, I never want to, from the get-go, I don't want to allow people to, you know, form an, a certain uh, opinion of what they think I make. Because I think that once I try to, or, or not try, when inevitably I, I create something different, people always try to, you know, put me in a box. We hear it with our favorite artists all the time. Yeah. Oh, I miss the old Drake. I miss the old so-and-so. Which is, it's not a bad thing. Maybe that's the, the version of them you resonated with most. But I never want to put myself in a position where I feel like I can't now explore different sounds or different styles or different parts of myself, different expressions, really, um, because I'm, I'm too afraid that people will feel like I've abandoned what they have gone to understand me as. Well, um, what are you most excited about um, in your artistry in the next year? six months, two days, you know, uh, what are you most excited about? 
Um, in the short term, I'm really excited to put out a next single. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't quite decided which one it's going to be yet, but I'm excited because I have quite a, a number of songs I may be considering, and that just to be in that position just gave me great joy. Um, in the long run, I'm just, I think one of my main objectives is to get to a point where I can, I, I feel like I have a great following behind me where I have room to just, you know, explore and stretch people's taste levels, stretch their imaginations or whatever they've, they've gone to understand what art is in our times. Um, but everything has to go step by step and I'm trying not to get lost in that bigger picture. Um, and also just take care of the small things that are happening in front of me. But that's the main objective and not just through music with everything that I personally have, uh, you know, some sort of passion towards. Um, just pursue that and have fun, enjoy my life. Yeah, you got a good mind about this music industry, man. And I, I appreciate that, um, hearing that from you as an artist, uh, and especially the part for leave room for God. I love that. Uh, so switching <laughs> gears, uh, and let's talk about your experience directly as an independent artist so far. Uh, in the year two or three that you have been releasing music or writing music, um, what has changed in the way that you approach sound songwriting um, or your art in general? Um, so when I started writing music, I was just writing raps, like flat out raps, no melodies. Like, I think I was so obsessed with rap at the time. I wouldn't even listen to like R&B or anything mm. of the sort or Been anything there. that I like singing to it. Yeah. So I was just like a, a heavy hip hop head, backpack raps. Yeah. Um, and that's when, that's how I got introduced to writing music. Um, and at the time I was just writing verses and it was more so about like just me trying to, you know, have fun and emulate some of the rappers that I, I, I grew up listening to or was inspired by. Um, but I always had like unique stories to tell. I'd always say what was happening in my life or share whatever I was going through. And from the jump, I think from the get go, that's something that, um, my peers recognized around me and they were like, okay, um, so a lot of this sounds very rough, but you know, I can resonate with what you're saying. There's something there. And that just gave me a little bit more confidence in myself to be like, okay, this is something worth pursuing. Um, and over time, I think it has become more about, you know, polishing. I think, I think that's the one thing I spend most of my time, uh, on songs. It's like, I, 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 I've gone so comfortable with writing songs that I know where to reach when I'm trying to express a certain emotion. I know which words to go to, at least in, in this point in my career. And it's something I hope to continue to grow and develop. Um, but now it's about like, now that I've gotten what I want to get out the song, how can I make it just a good song? How can I make it enjoyable? How can I leave certain things there for people just to have fun when they listen to the song or just, you know, how, how do we send that emotion in there? How do we get you to understand what the feeling of the song is within the first two seconds? I press play and it just sets the mood for you. So it's those kind of things that I'm just trying to, to learn and, um, sometimes I get it right. Sometimes it doesn't go right at all, which I think is part of the learning process. But, um, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at right now. Just trying to focus more on producing the songs and making them very polished, uh, you know, products at the end. So we also are a place, uh, the ultimate destination for independent artists and 
providing tools and resources. So one question we have is like, in your ecosystem, what has been the one thing, two things that really contributed to your ascension or your growth in that aspect? Um, I think performing mm. shows, live shows, and definitely uh, I had a video of mine uh, go viral on TikTok and that did wonders. Um, I think for the most part is the live performances I've been able to make that hype, so to say, become something a bit more tangible in, in, in the sense that I'd, I'd go out there and I'd see people react to the song in real time. People sing along to the lyrics and the shows and, you know, um, and that is a different experience to, you know, someone from halfway across the world, just like typing a message. Although like it, it's still something huge to me that people out there listen to me, but it, it also just makes it that much more real to go out and play a live show and get to feel people's energy as they respond to what you're doing and what you're putting out there. I think that just always fills me up. Yeah, I I hear that. We're going to take that with us to help continue to provide these resources for independent artists. I do have to say, let me tell you something. Out and in the day, in a days or two, another two of my favorite. So uh, if yeah. you think about the Thank trio you. of this, like those are my three. Those are my three. But uh, yeah. So I think those are all the questions we have for you. But we do have a rapid fire game that we like to play with our guests. Um, we have okay. 45 seconds on the clock. And you simply you just have to see how many questions you can answer in 45 seconds. They're fun questions, okay. like just about you. So just whatever comes to mind. Okay. Let's see. Do we got the clock? I got the clock. Uh, three, oh. two, uh, one. Who are your biggest musical influences? Um, Nina Simone, Frank Ocean, Kendrick Lamar, Tupac, and Biggie. Would you rather be able to fly or breathe underwater? Um, fly every day and all day. What's your favorite song that you've written so far? Um, it definitely, it's an unreleased song. It's titled Sweet Delilah. Mm. Finish this sentence. I can't leave home without. Uh, my earphones. Do you prefer performing live or being in the recording studio? Um, I, it was recording studio all day at first, but I'm growing to appreciate the live more. If you could collaborate with any artist, alive or dead, who would it be? <sighs> okay, right now I'm obsessed with the Rema song, so it'll be Rema. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's good. That's six. six. That's, That's six. six. That's close to the record. I think the record is what, 10 yeah, or 11? Yeah, 10, 10, 10. 10. <laughs> <laughs> it's close. It's no we switched oh. the questions up sometimes you, named, you, you had difficult too many ones artists. You, you okay just, you should have just named one but one. it was good right. it was quality it, it was, was so they much were. quality there you weren't giving, you weren't giving bad artists. not at all yeah. ask that yeah. answer that last question though if you could collaborate with any artist dead or alive uh who would it be um okay I think did you say did you say you said somebody i said I said Rema. Rema um, okay. he's, um, I think he has a global hit, the baby, calm down, calm down. Oh, it's yeah, like yeah. Afrobeast artist from Nigeria. That guy, he has a song out called Charm that I I heard it for the first time yesterday, and I haven't been able to stop hearing it in my head. It's just It'd be like so infectious. Um, but I'd say definitely, I think I'd just like to be in the room with Nino Simone and just mm. 
see her process. Not we don't even need to work on any song, just to experience her do her thing. Yeah. I think would be such a a joy. Wow. Yeah, I want to ask you one more question because you in South Africa. I ain't never been to South Africa just yet. Uh, what's your favorite fast food chain down there? What's your favorite fast food chain? Um, hmm. It's it's not a chain. Okay. It's it's more like um we have we have a lot of like street food kind of you know things where it's like it's not a truck it's someone will put a stand and start like barbecuing okay. we call it brine okay um like meat or stuff like that um but i don't know there's this one you know street that in cape town everyone goes to like the clubs and parties it's called long street and there's this one like corner that serves like butterfuss rolls we call them it's like i think hot dogs is what you guys okay. call them okay uh, and they slap, bro. They are so hard. <laughs> and like you know, after a few drinks, it's like the one thing I crave. I could be, and it's crazy. There's like a lot of like fast food joints around. There. There's like KFC, McDonald's, Steers, yeah. all these other stuff. But I go there every time. Oh, it tastes so delicious. Listen, we love we love a staple. And, <laughs> yeah, but when you're this side, you have to try something called iquinha. Iquinha. Um, iquinha. What is that? It's like, um, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know if you guys have anything close to it. But it's like, it's almost like dough that you, you, you fry. Almost, in, it's like a savory donut. I don't mm-hmm. know if that makes it any, mm-hmm. gives it any justice. But it's almost like a savory kind of donut where we fill it inside with like savory stuff. So it could have like maybe um, a burger with like lettuce. Like in the same way that you make a burger, but instead with, instead of buns, like you use iguina, which is this kind of like savory donut. Okay. Uh, Listen, we coming. So we coming to get one of them. Maybe two. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a pleasure talking to you, dog. Like it's been a pleasure um to have you on the show. Um but before we get you out of here, um before you exit the All Artist Studio, uh tell the listeners around the globe where they can find you, where they can listen to you, what you got up next, um how they can tap in with you. Um, so you guys can find me on Instagram at Lucanio is art, same handle on TikTok, um, Facebook as well. I don't have a Twitter account yet. Um, but yeah, those are the, the, the platforms you can find me on online on YouTube as well. Um, trying to get that a, a, a lot more active as well, but for the most part, go listen to my music. I think the, the best source of, or I don't want to say content, but if you want to enjoy anything of mine. That's the one thing I put my, my pride and joy and I always apply myself. And I just try to, you know, be brutally honest and make the most beautiful stuff I can make. So I hope people enjoy that when I put it out. I never try to, you know, reach for anyone's expectations, but it's always nice when you just do something that you genuinely love and feel passionate about and put it out there and see people react positively to it. So I'm excited to put out more stuff and that's what you can expect. Um, and as that grows, just stay stay tuned for the ride. I don't want to give too much, but I'm very excited for what's coming up. Listen, we are locked in. We are plugged in. Uh, and it is, again, something that we were just, we saw in you when we heard the music. So we had to bring it to the, to the main stage, if, if you will. So um, yeah. that <laughs> is all that we have for you today, listeners. Go tap in. Uh, and y'all say bye. Bye, y'all. Yeah, thank you for having me.